It's exciting to hear what God is up to um, in our lives. And actually, I am going to invite three of our older youth um, to come and join me on stage because they're going to be sharing a part of their story of what God has been up to their lives um, over the summer and over this year. Can I have Eliana, Izzy and Jolie to come and join me? Hey. (laughs) Don't be scared. Thank you, Ollie. Okay, so don't look so scared. They're all lovely, aren't you? Okay. Um, <laughs> so do you want to introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about who you are, um, how long you've been coming to St. Saviour's. Just tell us a little bit about you. Hi, uh, I'm Izzy. Um, I'm 16, and I'm currently in first year at sixth form at Alton College. Um, I've been coming to St. Saviour's for just over a year. Um, yeah. Hi, I'm Eliana. I'm 18. I'm currently on my gap year working in a coffee shop called Crema, which I really enjoy. Some of you might have been there or have known about it. And um, I've been coming to St. Saviour's for about three years, maybe four, I'm not quite sure. And yeah, I've really enjoyed it. Hi, I'm Jolie. I'm also in a gap year. I'm working at MS at the moment. Um, I've been coming to St. Saviour's for two and a bit years, I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Fantastic. So I know, having um, heard a lot of your stories, that this year in particular was quite influential, um, particularly at Soul Survivor. Could you share a little bit with us um, maybe what it was like before Soul Survivor and maybe what happened for you guys in the summer? Um, So for me, before Soul Survivor, I had sort of given up on faith a bit. I didn't really... I sort of thought it didn't really have a place in my life anymore. I kind of forgot about it. Um, Thought I was still living a similar life than... as well as not, not going to church, but still felt like it was all right. Um, I thought Soul Survivor was going to be like just a good, fun week. Um, didn't really have much expectation for it. Um, and then just through the week, um, my heart just sort of opened to God a lot more than I ever thought. And um, then on the last night, I... Mike, who runs it, uh, said, does anyone want to give their life to Jesus? And I did, and I haven't really looked back since, really. (laughs) So before summer, I was off school for quite a while just because my A-levels had finished, and I had about a month and a bit of just having nothing to do, really. And um, I fell into a bit of a rut in my faith and found myself in a bit of a legalistic mindset towards my uh, relationship with God and my faith. And I I realized that I was feeling a lot of shame and guilt and that it was actually keeping me away from God because I felt like I had to be good or do good to not disappoint him. And so as much as I wanted to read the Bible and spend time with him, I also felt so guilty that I hadn't done so much of it. So it was just a real, like, battle in my heart to spend time with him, but also feel so guilty and that keeping me away. And um, 
So when I went on holiday to Sweden, I um, really just decided in my heart that I wanted to come back and deal with that guilt and shame and just uh, renew my mind. And God really took me through a process of just showing me what he really thinks when he looks at me and just like teaching me that actually um, nothing I can, uh, nothing I do or don't do will ever change the way he looks at me and the way he loves me. And so over the summer, I just really grew close to him again. And um, he really taught me that actually my feelings are real, but they're not always true. And that's something I always lived with of like, um, believing everything I felt and that was a real barrier in my relationship with him because I would sometimes not feel like reading the Bible or feel like I was not good enough but actually that was just a lie trying to keep me from him and so uh, over the summer he really just changed or renewed my identity in him and just gave me a lot of peace again and so going into Soul Survivor it was just a really peaceful week for me, and um, I was just able to enjoy it with God and just talk to him and worship him and stuff, and he really then just said to me that he wanted me to take everything I'd learned over the summer and turn it into spiritual discipline and actually take it forward into my life after Soul Survivor and just really grow in taking everything he'd given me as heart knowledge and use it in my everyday, even on days when it's hard or I don't feel like it, but actually just doing things despite how I feel because I know that my soul longs to be in his presence. And so I made that choice to just like start disciplining myself in everything that he teaches me. Um, I basically came to um, St. Saviour's because of friends that came here from my school and I was going through a period in my life where I was moving up through the school and people that I was really close with were leaving and I needed to quickly make new friends and these people were really lovely and very warm. So they were like, you should come along with us to St. Saviour's and I was like, okay, that sounds fun. Um, when I was a little girl, my mum used to take me to church, but I haven't really been for, what, 10 years, maybe. And um, I started going and really enjoying the people I was meeting. Um, although I wasn't really coming to Sunday services, I was always going to um, the fun evening on the Thursday and, like, eating free food. And it just wasn't, like, very you know, it was, it was in my head that I was going to church, but it wasn't really in my heart, so I felt really sad that I couldn't really push the boundary. Um, and that actually was, like, really stagnant in my faith for a really long time. So maybe, like, a year where I wasn't actually turning up to any Sunday services. Um, and then I missed one soul survivor because I wasn't confident enough, and I thought, this is going to be really weird, I don't want to go... I'm not going to like anything, and I'm really uncomfortable, I won't know any songs. So it was just really terrifying, and I, I made up loads of excuses, like, oh, you know, can't be there, won't make it on time. Um, and then this year, it just happened that I was a bit more confident in my faith, and the opportunity came up, and I was like, okay, well, I've earned the money, I can go, let's not make an excuse this time, let's just see how it goes. And it was like such a bizarre feeling because 
for ages I felt so like stagnant and that I wasn't moving forward and all my friends seemed to be growing and you know they could talk so confidently and pray for other people when I was just so nervous I would shake and I wouldn't want to talk to anyone um, so I then went to Soul Survivor and I was really good friends with everyone and it was such an amazing experience because on the first night um, they asked if anyone would like to come to the front and like become a Christian and I knew in my heart that I really wanted to do it so I was like I'm not going to wait till the last day I'm going to go right now and then the whole experience from this day will be amazing because this day was the most important so I like walked to the front and you know went with a really good friend of mine and we held hands and it was really adorable um, <laughs> um, and everyone was everyone was so lovely and loud and like clapping it was so supportive it was really like emotional and I cried a lot um, and then like the rest of the experience was just so overwhelming I didn't think I would cry as much as I did um, I didn't think I'd have as much fun as I did I didn't think I'd make as many good friends as I did um, so after Seoul it was just like I came home and I was like that was incredible um, I started coming to loads more Sunday services which is great now talking at one which I would never have done before um, yeah it was just I don't know, if you've never been to Seoul, well, it's, never, it's not going anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> but I'm sure there'll be something like it coming soon. So I recommend. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, it's just, just incredible to hear. Um, so what difference do you think, I know some of you have already shared a little bit of maybe what the difference of the summer has made, um, just in sort of the day-to-day, -day, but um, is there anything else that you'd like to share with us of, you know, how have things changed since the summer? I think for me it's been sort of courage in my faith, sort of similar to Jolie, um, just being able to be open and talk to people about it, which I would have never done before, it's sort of would have terrified me, and obviously doing this now means I'm not quite so terrified. Um, but I think, yeah, just having, and since, since then, God's sort of given me opportunities to talk to people, because I, so I started a college with completely new people, sort of, he's given me opportunities to talk to people. Um, and it's just been, I'm living the best version of my life compared to how I was. It's just, everything's got better. So after Soul Survivor, there were two very big things for me that I decided to take forward. And um, they're basically two disciplines that I trained myself in every day. And the first one is to acknowledge God in everything. And I, I decided to actually take every day and center it around him rather than having him as a section of my day. And even though on some days it's still hard to do that, I've actually grown so much closer to him and I've realized that, I, I, someone once said, you know, it, it's weird if you don't acknowledge when a friend walks into a room and it's the same with God. And really being conscious of that and acknowledging him wherever I am. So even if I'm busy at work or when I walk to work, I usually speak to him and have conversations with him and wherever I am, even if it's just 30 seconds humming a worship song or whatever, that still means something and it is still an intimate part of my day with him. And so I've just really 
practiced and chosen every day to see him everywhere I go and in every part of my day, not the parts where I'm not may maybe so busy. And the second thing is when I went on a walk with God once, um, he talked talk, talk, talk to me about what it actually means to hold up your shield of faith. And for a long time, I thought it just meant declaring that you have faith in Jesus. But actually, he explained to me that it can be a tool that you can use every day and that in moments where you may feel certain emotions towards situation, maybe fear, or you don't feel worthy or anything, that's actually not truth because by faith we know that God calls us and that we are worthy and that we don't have to worry about the future, that he has everything in control. And so in every day maybe things happen and I maybe get worried or something upsets me and actually I can hold up my shield of faith accept how I feel and know that that is a feeling that might not go away straight away, but by my faith I know that I can trust God and that I know that everything is okay and that um, it will all turn out for the good because he works everything together for the good of those who love him. And so for me that's really become um, a really important part in my intimacy and has shown me how to find my identity in God rather than the outcome of my situations. And that has really changed how I deal with things that upset me or things that happen in my day that I feel like I can't control or see turning out good in the future. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so like Izzy was saying, a massive thing that happened to me after Seoul was just a growth in confidence and also not just in myself but also I was so much more aware of how I was acting and how what I was doing would come across to other people and I came home from Seoul and um, I was so happy about it that I was telling everyone I was like it was amazing I know you're not a Christian but you need to listen like it's insane um so I was just sitting down with these people and they were probably like oh my gosh I've heard this too many times now like, calm down um but I don't know it was just I, I came to my senses I feel a little bit because I was so stuck in one place mentally like oh yeah I go to church but am I allowed to call myself Christian like when does it get to the point where if I meet someone, I can be like, I'm a Christian, um, and not just like, oh, yeah, I go to church with my friends. Um, so, I don't know, there's so many weird things, like so many small things that have happened since Seoul. Um, like, the last day of Seoul, one of, the, one of the people in the youth group with us was really stood up for this prayer, and, you know, I'd never, like, prayed out loud for anyone from the fear of not knowing exactly what to say, and the formula of how to say it and if I'm going to offend someone because I've not prayed well or something like that. So I was like, oh, I'm going to do it. It's fine. God will tell me what to say. It's okay. I'm just going to go for it. And it was like such an overwhelmingly nice feeling to be like so bold and stand up and put my hand on him and just be like, I'm going to pray for you. Even though I was nervous, it was just like insane. I was so happy I did it in that moment. Um, and I don't know, some weird things at the moment are like, I'm getting baptised next weekend, so that's, like, <laughs> insane. <laughs> With Izzy. So Izzy's getting baptised as well. Well, affirmed, as some would say. Um, uh, and, yeah, like, I don't know, something... 
I just like the idea of evangelizing a lot more now. So I'm a lot more confident in telling people I'm a Christian. I have a lot more faith in it. Um, I'm not scared at how people will react anymore. Um, I put it all over my social media. It's everywhere. So, I mean, yeah, Seoul was great for me and my followers. <laughs> <laughs> So what's next? Um, you know, so you're in gap years, you're in first year of um, A-levels. Yeah, what is next? What's your plans for the, for the future? So yeah, near future, next weekend. Baptism, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, then I'm just carrying on with my studies. I, um, this half term, I did some work experience in a vet's practice, because I know I sort of always felt called to sort of work with animals um, and I just had the most amazing week and so I now know that's that's what I want to do with my life and um, so that's what I'm going to aim for. I'm going to have to work very hard for my A-levels um, and yeah, I'm going to do that. Um, well, something that I've already got planned is going to university after my gap year and that's in London, Westminster to study interior architecture, so I'm very excited about that. But for like the bigger future, I guess, I really have a heart for mission and evangelism, and I want to be a bit more bolder in that and go to places that I may have thought I could never go and actually spread God's love to the world. Um, f future plans are to study history and politics at York, which I'm pulled off for a year, but I'm excited to go to, maybe. Um, not sure how politics is going to go, but we'll try it. Um, yeah, uh, I'm very excited to join the CU and meet new people at uni. I think it's a great way to be comfortable at uni, especially because it's such a scary experience and it's so far away from here, York, that I'm going to need some comfort blanket. Um, this year, I'm, I'm hopefully planning on going um, for two months to Greece um, to help in a, re help in a refugee camp um, with the Red Cross, which is very exciting. Just need to sort out the logistics of it, but maybe you'll see me in Greece on my Instagram. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think the future is very bright. Coming to St. Saviour's a lot more, forever. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Thank you, girls. So, so what would you say? So, obviously, we're all in here, and thank you so much for sharing um, parts of your stories with it. I know how vulnerable it can make you feel. But if maybe we're sat here tonight, and maybe something parts of your story maybe have resonated, or in what way could you encourage us? It may be in our faith, um, young and old. Um, so, what would yeah? Maybe, yeah, maybe for, for some of us, maybe we want to meet God in maybe a deeper way. What would you say to us? Big question. <laughs> well, when I was preparing what I was going to say, I, I felt like God gave me a sentence, and it was when God reveals a muscle of truth in our hearts, what use does it have if we don't exercise it? And for me, that has become something that I've been doing the last two months and I've really seen a difference in how intimate I am with him and how I've 
learned to actually strengthen the truth that he gives me and teaches me and how I can then use it in my daily life and actually stand on it because it's strong enough for me to use it as a firm foundation. And the second thing that um, I felt I wanted to share was actually a verse that meant a lot to me recently and it's Habakkuk 3 verse 17 to 19 and it says, even though the fig trees have no blossoms and there are no grapes on the vine, even though the olive crop fails and the fields lie empty and barren, even though the flocks die in the fields and the cattle barns are empty, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. The sovereign Lord is my strength. He will make me as sure-footed as a deer and bring me safely over the mountain. And for me, that really resonated with me recently to actually say that in every situation that I face, to start with a sentence, even though this has happened or even though I don't understand why or how this is going to turn out, I still choose to rejoice in God and I still choose to trust in him and rely on his strength and know that he is a loving God who will never let me uh, go astray or cause me to stumble and that he will keep me on a path and hold my hand and take me over the mountain. And that's really taught me to, again, find my identity in God and not the circumstance. And I think what that actually then does is take our limited human understanding and puts it below God's power, and that actually gives him so much glory. And that's the ultimate goal, is to just give him glory in the way we live, and that's been something I've been really trying to do, to just, despite how I feel, despite how a situation makes me feel, I know that he is above my emotions, he is above my circumstance, and he's got it all together, because he knows the end from the beginning. Um, I, I think everything you said was amazing. Amen to that. Um, I think if you were, I don't know, as someone who was, had no Christian family, like no one believes in my family, no one comes to church, so it's a very, for some it's a very challenging situation to completely go against the, you know, the norm of the family life um, and spend more time at church than you may do on a Sunday at home. So it's a very difficult situation to go through. Um, I think that um, trust is a massive word. I think when you have faith, your life is... I don't know, I find so much purpose in having faith and I'm happy believing in something and I'm so... I feel filled when I think about things and I ponder and I ask questions. I find it really interesting. Um, I love having the community of a church as well. I love talking to people, meeting new people. I like chatting about big questions and maybe having that awkward conversation, but at the end you find those are different perspectives. Um, so if, I was, like, if anyone came up to me and was like, why do you go to church or should I come along? I think as much as it is about your faith and your journey, it's also about meeting new people and having a place to come and be yourself, whereas you might not have that support elsewhere. So I think it's, it's a really good thing to do. I think I'd sort of say take opportunities, um, step out of your comfort zone, kind of. If there's offer of prayer, take it. Um, and 
use the people around you to strengthen your faith. Because um, I'm sure they'd love to help you out. Um, yeah, just go for it, because you won't regret it. <laughs>